Welcome to another week, Perfect Crime. How you doing, you dirty son of a bitch? Wow, okay, a little aggressive, but I'm doing good. Furky Tucker? Okay. What's up with you today? You're a little frisky today. Uh Hmm? What? You know what? I'm a little bit annoyed. Why? Actually. What else is new, honestly? Well, okay, here's what happened in a different kind of scenario that happened to me. About a bodega, some tortilla chips. Where were you in a bodega? Two we don't really have bodegas much in two avocados. I'm sure they're around, but they're they're hard to find. Where where were you at a bodega? I was downtown, man. Okay. And guess what? You you were looking to find some chips and avocado. They didn't have any, so I told the guy, "Why don't you have any of this?" I said it very nicely, you know. And then he said, I can carry whatever I want, whenever I want to, basically is what he said. So very nicely, I told him that he can shove all the items in this bodega, you know, where the sun don't shine. Sure. And then very nicely, he drop kicked me out of the bodega. So that's been how I'm doing. So so you're, you're just upset at what, at the bodega guy or... I'm pretty much upset that nobody does what I want them to do whenever I want them to do it. That's kind of the problem here. If I, mean, I want to get tortilla chips and avocados, I should be able to get those. Look, I respect you trying I want to shop wherever at, I want at the little at you know like a local shop. Although that bodega was not local, we're not we're not in downtown. So why what were you doing? Why'd you go all the way to downtown to? I was looking for the best avocados. Okay. Where else would you get them? I don't know. There's a lot of nice grocery stores pretty close to you. I don't know. It's not important. What is important is that I just... Okay. We're going to talk about some stuff, and you can, uh, You better... And I bet they had plenty of other... Di- Are you saying this bodega had zero chips in the whole store? They had, they had regular ones, but I wanted something with a hint of lime, or something with some punch. Zest, panache. And you wanted fresh avocados. Cause yes. Okay. So you're going to go through the whole process of making your own guacamole? or are you Where just did gonna, you get that? Why just, would I do that? You're just going to take a bite of chips and then chomp down on an avocado? What I wanted to do with the chips and the avocados pretty much is my business, Mike. Not so much yours. Okay? And I don't appreciate the attitude. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that I'm not in a good mood yeah, today. This you're... is for you. You can have that pen. Okay, thank you so much. Well, geez, all right, well, we're off to a, a rocking good start here. So. Yeah, and so you could stop being such a dork, okay? And you could be nice to me, and we could have a good day. But instead, you started off this podcast well, grumpy. because you're talking about chips and avocados, and I don't know what you're going to do with them. Mysterious. I'm not even sure if you're going to eat them at this point. Why are you so concerned with what I'm going to do with the different objects that I purchase? I Well, I, I'm just saying I hope you're just eating all your food products. Maybe I want to eat them. Maybe I want to create a sculpture. Okay? But oh it's up to me what I do with them. I've told you a million times. You, you can't make food art. It, I was, it stinks. It was going to be good. No. Come Avocado, on. fuck yourself. Okay, was going to be the... Very clever, Paul. And what were you going to do with the chips? How are they going to factor into the statue? It was going to be tortillaking them. Okay? And that's what? how I was... Um, I don't know really what I was going to do. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was going to eat those, you. mostly. Yeah. But I was going to make sculpture with the avocados. Out of how many avocados? Two. 
and a half. Two and a half. Maybe. Maybe just two and a quarter. So were you just going to like stack up two and a half avocados on top of each other and call it a sculpture? I was going to put them together in kind of interesting, unexpected way. What way? Can you ex- explain it to me? Sure, I can. But I feel like you're making fun of me now, Michael. Me? No. Okay, I was going to take... You know how they're kind of shaped like ovular? Sure. Ovular? Yeah. I was going to take one big end of on one side and one big end on the other side and then flip them so they kind of fit together like puzzle pieces and then put them Mm. next to each other and then put the rest of the avocado in between to create a a long avocado avocado like long style so what you wanted to do let me so you're gonna cut up (laughs) cut the two avocados in half Put the two halves, the big halves at each end. Uh-huh. And then the small bits in the middle. No, no, no. Okay. I think you're just putting two avocados together. Yeah, I'm going to just put them next to each other, but they're going to be flipped around so the top of one is next to the bottom of the other. And versa versa vica. And so they'll be connected sort of by like a puzzle style piece. And then the the extra avocado was going to go in between them to create a seamless long avocado i'm not really seeing it in my head i gotta be honest with you well that's why you it would have been cool for you to see in real life pretty much but now i can't do it well i mean anyway there's plenty of avocados in the city you just gotta that's enough from you Okay, you got some crimes? You gotta stop talking about just random stuff, okay? You're the one who brought up we avocados focus. and food art and... Okay. This show is not food art crimes, okay? This show is regular, it the perfect be. crime. So stop talking about food. Stop talking about bodegas. You still have that Mona Lisa you made out of mashed potatoes? The mashed Lisa? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's get into it, Michael. Okay. All right. Today, I want to talk to you about post, post, postmodern patios. Okay. I also want to talk to you about. I don't know. We we're already at postmodern patios in the first place. Postmodern postage. Okay. So a lot of postmodern today. Yeah, and then we'll talk about a real estate assistance program. Sure. Okay. All right. Let's start with the patios. This. These are really good this week. Just so you know, I'm actually really proud of these for real. And so you you should you're in for a treat. Yeah. Okay? People love building patios. You Do know? they love building patios? Well they like to have them. Sure. People like having patios. A house mm-hmm. without a patio, not as good as a house with a patio in most cases. I'd agree with that. So that's that's the start. So I've got a genius idea for us to make a ton of money by building patios. Right. Step one. Find out where a building is being demolished. Mm-hmm. Step two. I'll drop you off there on demo day. Step three. Right as they're blowing it up, you run inside the building. The the building that's seems a bit dangerous. Step four. Complain about all of your injuries. But tell the demo crew that you won't sue them if they give you some of the rubble. 
And step five, build our clients a post post postmodern patio out oh, of the rubble. Three posts. Yeah, post post postmodern. When did we get to postmodern patios? That was red brick. Okay. And then post postmodern was different different colors of bricks together sure. all in one. Post post postmodern is, is building rubble out of the rubble of another building. Mm-hmm. Sure. Put together in beautiful archaic system see now why do i have to put myself in such danger well how else are we going to get rubble i mean where do they just drop off the rubble at the end of the day well they're going to drop it off with us because you're going to get hurt but then yeah i'm going to have a building collapse on me yes and you think i'll survive that well just you yeah just make sure it only hits some legs or something and then that's fine but then you tell the demo crew man i'm i'm injured i got some broken bones and stuff so we do this i run into a building as it's exploding as it's being demolished as it's collapsing yep i i survive i have a nice chunk of concrete on my leg like try to get in the doorway with just your lower half inside the building might be the best way to make sure it's good and i don't sue the city for millions i just say hey can i have like two pieces of rubble you say i could too for a lot of money but i need to create an eight by ten patio out of rubble so why don't you give me that much rubble to use and then they will say, okay, that sounds a lot better than getting sued. And you'll say, yes, it does. And then they'll give you the rubble. Then we'll go and we'll just build the patio. Out of concrete. Out of reused concrete. Yep. Do people want a concrete patio? They're gonna, it, we're going to tell them, well, it's post, post, postmodern. So it's the, pretty much the coolest thing that you've never had before in your backyard. And I it's mean, basically art. <laughs> but you, So these people will... You think we'll be easily tricked by the wordage of post-postmodern? Sorry, post-post-postmodern. Thank you. Yep. Um, and they they won't want a nice, like, you know, like, mahogany wood deck. They want, Okay, well, like you know some... what? If they want a mahogany wood deck, then they look at them and I say, you clearly are not in our kind of line of work. We work for people with advanced levels of taste, evolved... Evolved, uh aesthetics Mm. and you're not that so why don't you take that mahogany shove it up your ass and give me back the rubble and i'll go find someone else to build this patio for i just i i have a lot of problems mainly with me being blown up mike if you just put you okay Stop worrying so much. Just, like I said, put the lower half of you into the the doorway of a multi-story building with literal tons of concrete falling down upon me. Yes, but it won't hit your head. So you'll be fine. It could easily tear me in half, rip off a leg. I don't think you really thought about the repercussions of putting me into an exploding building. Ripping off a leg could be worse. But tearing you in half, that kind of could be a problem because you might not be able to... live. Right. What about if instead you jumped off the top of the building as it was being demolished? Or or like, okay, okay. five, four, three, you know how it does that. And I jump off the building like Bruce Willis in Die Hard. No, no, no. You just jump straight up and then explosion and then you fall as with the building after that. You know, so three, two, 
one. And I mean, still you jump in the air. The momentum of you know the max velocity as a human f- will fall, and then I'm laying on concrete and rebar and wood and tile and all the stuff that goes into making a building. So that's probably worse, because okay. then I'm just just how, a big puddle of blood and bones. How about you? It okay? Five, four, three, two, and you come jogging, and then it goes down, and then you jog right through the middle of it, and you trip. So so then I'm not even halfway in. I'm fully in. And now I'm completely covered by concrete, you know, rebar. No, you, you trip on top of it right after it gets blown. Oh. oh. Then why? Okay. It blows up. I got, I got the perfect idea. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Are you ready, Mike? Yeah. Listen. It blows up. And then... What I do is I go running behind and go, Oh my gosh, what is happening to that bodega owner over there? And then I, I'm shouting and all the, all the demolition workers turn their faces to look at me. And then meanwhile, you run in and then just pick up one rock and put it on top of you. Ow! One, one Ow! chunk of rubble or yeah. one? Okay. Yeah. And then you start screaming. I appreciate how like strong you think I am that I could just like lift up a big ass thing of concrete. But I, I'm not. I think I might disappoint you in that regard. It could be okay. Then it could be a little piece that you just put on top of you. I. What if? What if? There's no me in an exploding building. And now hear me out, because I know. How's that I know, work? I know your brain is gonna shut down, and I see you're covering your head. And, I don't think. And you don't work. like me changing your plan, but. Because I, I know, because I know all about you. I know what you want. You want action. You want a crime with pizzazz, with a little bit of zing, zing, zoom. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so what is your idea? We just magically get stuff for nothing for no work. No, we work hard, and we play hard. And by that I mean, so they blow up the building, they carry away the rubble, and then we can like heist them in dirt in the middle of the highway, and we can steal the rubble there. We can. You know, soup up a like a, a crane or something to pick up the rubble. You know, in the middle. Okay, so high speed chase. They're driving. We get a crane, and we get a pickup truck, and then we have to get the crane going at least forty five, fifty miles an hour to keep up with them. Yeah. Then we use the crane, grab it, drop, 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 and then the truck drives away. Either that, runs. or we just because I th- I think it might be. I think I got a little carried away. So I think the crane would be a bit hard and a bit conspicuous. What if we just like maybe because you're a great driver, obviously. Like you pull up onto the side of the thing, and I like hop and I like karate chop the dudes in the truck, and then I steal the truck and we drive away. And we have as much concrete as we could possibly want. Okay, that could work. Let's do it. Perfect. Crime. I mean, I still have some problems yes, with. I the- did it again. I'm the smartest. Oh yeah. Well, I'm the best. I still, I still have problems with the fact that first of all, this is another business. It's not really crime. Obviously, we're stealing the supplies, which is a crime. But like having a business is not. I wouldn't consider criminal activity. Building a concrete is, uh, I mean, building a patio is basically like the easiest thing that you have ever done. (laughs) Have you built ones? I built hundreds. Hundreds. I've actually built one before. It's so simple. All it takes is just, you just dump the stuff on the ground and then you 
you know. Oh, so of, we're not like repurposing. We're just like saying, here's one chunk. Here's a chunk that kind of fits in, mm-hmm. and then there you go, puzzle pieces, and it's like yeah, not even. It's like we could pretty much take the car, drive it into the, or take the truck with all the rubble, drive it into the backyard of the person's house, okay, and then open up the bed, and then have two strong guys like um lift up the truck from the front. And tip all the con- all the rubble out onto the ground, and then just kind of walk on it a few times, stamp it down. Done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you have a basic misunderstanding of how heavy concrete is, but I don't know. I'd like to do a high speed heist with you, so let's try it. Yes. Even though it's dumb, it won't work, and we're certainly not getting him to pay us for a concrete patio. But you know, at the end of the day, at the least that happens is we get a dump truck out of it full of concrete that's true so yeah you can do it yeah we'll do it are we perfect well if you're gonna do the post 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 modern patios then you have to do postmodern postage too well we'll see okay you wanna see you wanna yeah. find out what this one's all about yeah okay mike everyone tries to do forgeries of like big fancy before things. we start can you give me a maybe a definition of what modern postage is so we can kind of understand your definition of what postmodern postage might be they, well you know it's for the fans post modern cuz it's a post- oh so it was just a a gimmick it was just a no no it's a real thing it's real oh, thing. okay so it's to explain it to me okay so there's like, it wasn't just a bit there's like stamps mhm modern Modern stamps. This is post. So what we have, you know, your classic Elvis stamps. Uh, we got a lot of duck stamps in Minnesota. Uh-huh. You know, wildlife, so on. Famous singers. So what is postmodern postage? Then that is, you know, might be someone like Elvis. Might I already be, mentioned Elvis in the modern postage. Could even be something. I don't know. Maybe three uh, ducks or three. Yeah. Dear post modern. Okay, listen, Mike. Everyone tries to do forgeries of like big fancy things, like uh, lots of money or official government IDs or whatever. You sure. know, stuff like that. And then guess what happens to them? They get caught because they did something too big. It's too complicated, and there's different systems and pens that they can check it or whatever. Okay. If we forgery something smaller, we could probably forgery for longer. That's sure. kind of what I'm thinking. Let's make a ton of stamps. Okay. Then we set up a booth outside of the post office on the side of the building and we just sell them to people. And that's it. That's all we have to do. It costs God like damn it. it costs like 20 cents or whatever. I need to you to print, listen to me. And we're going to sell a stamp for like sell a dollar thing that like our competition outside of our competition store. We yes, can't we sell can. Shut up. Shut up. I just need you to shut up so quickly and I'm sorry. No, 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 you have to listen to me here. No, 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 When you get into the post office, the stamps are like a dollar, okay? We're going to sell ours for 75 cents. Why don't we sell ours, uh, you know, out of the back, you know, like out of your trunk or something in an alleyway or something or or online? Who's coming to the alleyway to buy stamps, Mike? Well, if they want some, you know, shady stamps, you got to go to a shady place. Uh, And that's just one option because I know you like meeting with the people. My main plan would be like, an online situation, maybe like a dark web thing where you're like, hey, you need something posted that you can't go through the official postage system. We got some stamps for you. 
www.polystampboy.com. It's absolutely not going to work. Backslash dark web. They're going to figure us out right away. How? Because I've been trying to do the dark web stuff for like 10 years every time somebody figures it out. Okay? Well, because you just Google dark web. And then the FBI shuts down your computer. Yeah, how was he supposed to get there? There's what? Back There's... channels. Look, I can't discuss it over the airwaves, obviously. You can't get to the dark web without going through the bright web. That's the problem, okay? So, basically, mostly, I want to stay above the bright. Or at the bright. Above the dark. Because... Because you're afraid of the dark. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Listen, what we have to do is... Okay. I'm just saying we can't sell it outside of a... Of a why not? Office. We'll be on the side of the building. There won't be any by no windows. Okay. But there's cameras everywhere. You're saying there's gonna we're, they're gonna find us immediately through the dark web or in an alleyway. You're literally selling in the parking parking lot of a post office. We have to how, go where, where the consumers is, are, Mike. Okay. We have to go where they want to get stamps, and they can see the direct option. I can either pay a dollar for stamps from the government, or I can pay seventy five cents of stamps. From Jim and Dyke. That's Paul and Mike. That's our secret yeah, side names. Figure out a new name for me, but <laughs> we can work on that later. The, that's all. That's the only way we can. Okay, there is one other way we could do this, actually. What's that? Uh, how about the green vending machines next to all the blue boxes in town? So, in our town, at the post to put up an envelope to go to the people, there's a little blue boxes outside. That you can put your mail into. Mailboxes. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the big blue, they got like a curve. It's where you put your mail. Yes. So what if we put little vending machines with our fake stamps next to each one of those? Okay. I mean, I feel like that's just adding a whole other step. Because first of all, we got to make sure that we're always there to collect the money. Well, if, there, if there's a little vending machine, 50 cents for a stamp... Then you can get it, and you can peel off the other stamp that you already put on the letter, save that one for later, and use the cheaper stamp right now. That's not how stamps work. I'll you can't reuse it stamps. on the thing, on the on the um. You're explaining description. Where? Description. Okay, sheet so on the what, what are you? What are you gonna? What's your description? Hey, these are illegal stamps. <laughs> use these, Mike. If you, you don't, don't want to say, you don't want to say that they're illegal stamps in front of the people. Okay, that might get us in trouble. Yeah, so what are so they going to say? It'll say, big sale. And then it... <laughs> Go on, big sale. Okay, it'll say, big sale. And then it will say, due to consistent problems in the Congress buildings around and stuff, we had to put stamps on sale that are different colors. Using shape. this vending machine that literally has never been used before. So what I would recommend, it'll say, this is still on it. So what I would recommend is take your letter, peel off the stamp that you have right now that's worth about a dollar or whatever, then put that away, set it onto some, onto maybe a piece of gum or something. I don't know how you're going to keep it, but just You do realize they don't need to use the stamp the, immediately. They could just buy the roll of stamp of... And also, we're not doing this vending machine, because that makes no sense. But, say we did figure out how to make a stamp vending machine, they could just buy a roll from us, and then they could use it whenever they wanted. Well, if we got like, if we got you and me and Vinny, a couple other people, okay, how we could do the vending machines is we would build a little box, and it would have a thin little slat slit in it, and we would get in it. And then when they 
But they understand. It's not a vending machine we if could, we're just in a box all day. But nobody will know that we're in there because it's it looks because like it's a, a cardboard machine. box with a person inside It'll, of it. We'll put some different tinker tickers and PVC pipe and stuff on there, so it looks like a machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, different cogs, wheels. Um, do you know how to make a stamp? Yeah, I do. Can you? Exp- what's the process? Well, basically, what you do is you take a stamp. Okay, and you go to the copy place. You you tell them, listen, Larry, I've been working on something. I need to make some copies, color copies, please. He says, okay, I need a scanning bed. He he shows you where it is. You scan it, and then you put up. You say tile, mm-hmm. twenty per page, and then you know five hundred copies. Click, click, done, done. Stamps are done. That's all it's gonna. So be. they're not sticky. It's sticky. We are going to have to do that at home afterwards. Mm. And so what we could do with that, I came up with a couple techniques that I've like two that are working really good right now. Yeah, you've been testing these out. The first one is we get some kids involved Mm. and we have them all chew some bubble gum. And then when they when they got the bubble gum nice and chewed up, then we take that out, spread it across the back of the paper. And then that's stick. Okay, I don't think anyone is going to want to buy... The second option... Use bubblegum stamps. Also, I don't think those stay sticky. They'll dry up. You can't just keep... Well, then maybe we could go with my second option. What's that? Which is that we're going to have to take them to the zoo. And rob them on some gorillas. To get the glue off of it. I'm so sick of you. I, I don't know how many times I have to tell you about the gorilla glue thing. All right? It's not how it works. Okay? Okay. It's it's a metaphor for how strong the glue is. It's not made from gorilla. Sure. Yeah, I mean you can believe whatever you want. But it's made out of horse just like every other glue, okay? It's just they figured out a formula to make it stronger, a stronger adhesive. Yeah. What do you think was in that formula that made it stronger, Mike? All right, we're not doing the stamp thing. I don't like it. You don't like these stamps? What do you... Okay, really? You you barely have even scratched the surface with, like, what kind of what? What's the problem here? Making free stamps, or make them cheap, and then sell them. That's all there is to it, man. What's wrong with it? <laughs> What's your know. problem? The Gorilla Glue thing. Really, at the end of the day. <laughs> Every time we talk about Gorilla Glue, you get it so turns upset me with me. Well, because you don't... I. I, I mean, it's just like, I, I talk and then you just shut your brain off and you don't hear me. And it's, and it's no, frustrating. Mike, what this is called is it's a difference of opinion, okay? So There's no I, opinion on science, okay? It's either is or isn't. And what Gorilla Glue isn't is made from Gorilla. How do you know? How do you really know? I read the ingredients. It didn't say Gorilla. Yeah, because they have different terms, scientific terms. I think the Gorilla is called the Gorilla Scudulis. Well, it definitely didn't say Gorilla Scudoodleus on the ingredients. We'll see. I don't know. I just don't think you're right about this one. You really think that they're taking mountain gorillas, chopping them up, and turning them into glue? They don't chop them up. They just wipe them down, man. <laughs> you think so? You think the adhesive is just like is just on the well, silverback gorilla? That's so, what makes them such fierce hunters, too, Mike. They're vegetarian. They, they run eat. and they latch on. And they then, eat leaves and fruit and stuff. They don't eat meat. Like if I if I 
were a gorilla, what I would do is I would run up. There's a deer, right? I would run up and then I would do a backflip, land my back on top of the deer, and then I'd be stuck on it. And the deer would keep running and running and running. But guess what? I'm going to tire it out. And then after about six, seven days, I'm going to get How it. does the gorilla get the deer off its back? It just kind of, I must have come, some kind of chompers in there or something. Uh, chompers on its back? I don't know how exactly how it does. Or maybe it, it has a power. What do you think maybe a gorilla is? Maybe gorillas has the power have to you... de-gorilla the glue. That's maybe, actually. Could be that they can unleash and unlatch whenever they want. Okay, um, look. I've watched a lot of nature documentaries. I've never heard that gorillas are naturally sticky. Okay. It's just that they have huge muscles and therefore are very strong, which would lend to the metaphor of gorilla glue being the strongest adhesive, you know, on the civilian market. Don't laugh. Whatever you say. <laughs> You're crazy, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. They have I have no idea. What mouths you're on their back about. and they stick. They backflip on the deers and shit. You're talking about the military. I mean, what are we? What are we talking? Well, about who there? knows what kind of adhesives they got at the top? You know what I'm saying? Okay, so basically, what I'm going to take from this lesson today is that postmodern postage is good, except for that you're scared of the gorilla glue. So that's why we're not going to do it. So let's get let's get this done with, so that I can get back into my avocado thing. Okay, we have one more crime today. Okay. Real estate assistance program. Wait, you did you you say you did get your avocados, or are you just going out? For no, more? I gotta go find them somewhere else, a different bodega. I might have to go to a different town. Do you really want like a bodega avocado? Where do you suggest I get them, Michael? Well, I mean, I suppose. I mean, I appreciate you trying to like look out for the little guy, but I think there's gonna be plenty of avocados in like you know any kind of regular grocery store. Yeah, if everybody hasn't already gotten them for their weekend guacamole, it's. I Sunday. Can, they're always... The weekend rush is over. They're restocking right now. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Maybe I'll try the grocery store after this. So give me two... How much is an avocado? They're expensive. <sighs> okay. Here's what we're going to do. What I came up with was this idea that we could help realtors sell homes. Okay? And we can help them by not... By doing the crimes for them. So they don't have to do crimes. We do the crimes. And they they get extra so housing. So what are you... Are you suggesting that realtors do crimes in general? No, I'm saying they wish they could. Okay. Well, and I'll show you does. why. Okay. And then we'll do it. And they'll pay us to mm. do it. And so they don't have to get their hands dirty. Of course. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. Sock it to me. Let's show you some of these techniques. One of them would be... Uh, Drop small jars of cockroaches during a walkthrough to lower the price of the home. So Why would the realtor <laughs> want the price to be lowered? They want it higher so they get to, more no, money. This would be if they're trying to buy a house <clears throat> and they're doing their walkthrough, you know, or their study, their security study or whatever. Then we come in with the little jars of cockroaches and right before the, the person who's walking through to decide how much it's worth goes to the front to area or whatever we drop those cockroaches in there so we're helping out the people buying the homes yeah that would be for when it's purchase time okay we can drop the price couple grand boom couple grand for cockroaches okay okay another thing we could do create nice colored shells to put over the front of furnaces so they seem newy 
Just put shells on a... On like, a f- like get some different nice things, cover it up, so that it looks new, instead of not old and janky and about to go bad. I mean, how much could we possibly do to an old furnace to make it look... Just has to look good. So we just shine up the old, like, black steel and... Yeah, we put the new shell on top of it, or we print out text. I mean, honestly, if you're living in a house with, a, like, a straight-up furnace... I think you probably know it's old. I don't think there's anything going to be like, oh, wow, this is brand new furnace. Fine. Okay, you're really stifling my vibes here, but what about this one? Print out quartz texture and tape it over the kitchen countertops. What kind of texture? Marble. Quartz. <laughs> That's, oh, quartz. Yeah. Okay. 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 So we get, like... Okay, yeah, you got butcher block countertops and they stink, you know, and they're not worth any money. Or that uh, plastic one, I can't remember what that's called really, with like the particle board underneath it or whatever. Oh, sure. You know, then fine, we can solve that problem for you. So we just go on to the computer, look on the printer, print quartz countertop texture, and then... Print? Yes, click print, then print, 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 about you know, however many we need, and then go in, tape it on top of the regular counter so it looks like it's quartz. Quartz. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, okay, so I'm, I'm a little confused about who this is for. Is it for the realtor or is it for the person buying the home? Only the one with the cockroaches was for the person buying the home. The rest are for the realtor. These are for the realtor. So why... Why would we do the cockroach thing? So why do we have the double biz side of the business of we will help you fix up the home, but we'll also help the home potential new homeowner lower the price? I feel like... Well, we're not going to do it to the same house, Mike. Well, uh, probably not, but still. Unless we get hired by both sides. Yeah, that's what I, Yeah. Which could happen, in which case that's fine. We'll get paid doubly. So basically, you want to do like a home renovation thing, but just like on literally zero budget where we're just like printing out black and white marble sheets, putting it over like built-in like cutting boards. Yeah, or like just the, um, you know, like uh, even granite countertops. Guess what? Quartz is worth more than that to marble, you know, so just cover it with our paper for the open house or whatever. Done problem solved you get an extra five and then once once the people buy the house for double the price now that's their problem now they say hey this isn't counter this is paper and And then then we said did we ever say anything different you just assumed that makes an ass out of you and me i mean so now we're now we're in a pickle aren't we and then you say what are you gonna do you want a different house probably not probably already been a bunch of work you got your movers in here it's yeah. done. Suck it. Okay? But also, how about this one? Bring in dark colored tents, knock out the back walls of the closets right before that they come, and then put the tent behind it, and that way your closets look like you have twice as much closet space as you would normally. So you go into the closet, you go into the back wall of it, just knock it down, and then take a, take a tent with dark colored canvas walls, 
and then just put that up right behind it, so it looks like it's a much bigger closet. Why would than it, it look is. bigger? Wouldn't this so like the jet black? Like you think they're gonna see this closet and look and make and it looks like it goes on for literally eternity because looks, of the no, blackness no, no. of it. It would look like it goes on for a lot more space. The blackness so that it just looks like it doesn't have a light in there, but it's deep. Okay, but so do you think when people walk through a house, they just say they open a door and say, "Oh, big closet," and just shut down? And you don't think they're going to get in there and try to look around? Well, if we put some, you know, jackets up in the front and stuff, and then but we'll put a couple of different golden items towards the back, and so then yeah, you open up the closet and you say, "And you wouldn't have a those ton reflect of- any light off the black and make it seem more shallow?" Well, we need okay, a couple diamonds. In the back? Sure. And then, so then you open up the thing and you say, and look at this, tons of closet space. We've got these jackets in the front. That's a normal size closet to fit the jackets. But you can see back there, they've got all kinds of extra trinkets. There's extra storage in the back. Shut the door. Yeah. Problem solved. How about this one? Right before open house, we'll steal the neighbor's plants and patio furniture and put them in front of the house. Okay, why would any realtor want to hire us? I have the final one that will prove it to you, okay? This is the best one that I thought of, and I'm pretty sure this was the original, you know, inspiration for this whole business that I'm starting, okay? Mm-hmm. And that you're going to join me on. Yeah. This was, this was it. Put in a banister at the corner of a room, Okay. And then we work with the realtor and we teach them how to do that fake go down the stairs thing. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Where people like go in front or behind a couch yeah. or something and they go, oh, I'm going to go downstairs to get it. And then they lower their knees slowly as they walk down. So it looks like they're going down the stairs. We teach them how to do that really well. We practice with them. Mm. And so then when they come in and they're showing the house to people, they say there's a whole another basement. Level. A second basement. Yeah, like it could be, or like there's it, there's another room over here. It's a basement. We can't visit it right now. It's going to be fixed. But I'll go down for you real quick. And it's, it, don't worry. It, we just put this couch here and then the banister behind it. Don't worry about what's behind you. Don't look. Oh, I'm going down. And then we can... Wow, it's so spacious in the second basement. <laughs> exactly. And then what we could do is we could leave something there for them to bring up to show how it was, like, for instance, a big pile of cobwebs. So they could go down in the basement. Have you ever seen someone do that and say, wow, that guy really went down the stairs? That's why we practice with them first. <laughs> you didn't answer my question. <laughs> Have you ever been truly tricked by the fake going down the stairs? I've not, but I have truly tricked other people many times. How's that? Many times by just pretending to go downstairs. And then they say, I didn't know this place had a basement. And then I say, (laughs) it doesn't. Gotcha. When did that happen? It happens probably most years. Most years. six and 13. What are you talking about? (laughs) So when you were six... From 6 to 13, you were pulling this trick, is what you're telling me? And you tricked all the kids at school? Yes. And I would have successfully tricked many people. Kids, adults, dogs, cats. Did you think that maybe since you were just like, you know, a precocious young child, maybe they're just like letting it happen and say, wow, good job, Paul. They would not be shocked by that if in the same way. 
okay? They, I would come back up and they would say, I did not know that this school had a basement. That is so cool. And It'd be weird I if the school didn't have a basement. And then I would say, would you like me to get you something from the basement? And they would say, yes. And I'd say, do you want to come down with me? And they'd say, sure. And then I'd take them behind the desk and I'd <laughs> show them the floor. They'd say, hey, there's nothing here, <laughs> idiot. It was a trick. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much if I can do it that well, I can teach someone else to do it equally as good and nice. It just seems like a lot of... <laughs> it just seems like a lot. You know, do I want you to see you try to teach realtors to do the fake going down the stairs trick? Yeah, obviously, absolutely. <laughs> do I want to do any of the other things? Absolutely not. Okay, why don't we go through them one at a time and really... Like, well, you tell me yes or no for each one, okay? Okay. Okay, so... Drop small jars of cockroaches during a walk-in. Well, no, we can't do that because we're either on the realtor side or the homeowner side, and you just spit all over on my side of the table. You can't control yourself. I'm breaking down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to be done with this soon. Okay. How about this one? Create nice colored shelves to put over the front of furnace so they seem new. Shelves? Or shelves? Shells. Why would shells make it look new? Just <laughs> like um, I was like, oh, you got this furnace at the beach. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Mike. I meant like empty, empty furnace that's a little bit bigger than the other furnace. <laughs> oh, a shell of a furnace. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. you just scooch on on top of it. Well, it would be ridiculous to put shells on it. Yeah. Okay. They would burn. You're right. So we'll just put. A fake furnace on top of another furnace. That's exactly. That's what perfectly reasonable. The other way we could do that, actually, what we could do is we could buy a furnace, take it out of the box, keep the box, and then put the box over the uh, over the old furnace so it looks like it's new. It just looks like a box. No, it will have a picture at life size of the furnace on That's it. That's not how boxes work. What if we cut out around the logo? We cut that out of the package. And then we just keep the pictures of the furnace and say, look at brand new. Just like the box. It looks, that's how good it looks. It looks just like the box. No. Okay. What about the marble countertop texture printouts? So you say texture printouts, but it's just literally just printing out a picture of a marble countertop and putting it over. Which yes. I don't even think, are those even that like common anymore? Like the built-in cutting tables? No, no, no. It's just over a regular counter. Any kind of counter. Okay? Oh, we would cover the whole counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're covering the entire counter. So it's made out of... Um, it's one of the cheaper ones. So it could be granite. It could be some okay, kind of Okay, so extrusion. what happens when they feel like, oh, this nice granite countertop. And I say, hmm, this feels like paper. Then you say, that's a new coating. So a new coating feels less smooth than what regular well, marble feels like. It's called the tree style in the home coating. Tree style. <laughs> tree style. Okay. Um, yeah. What? What do you think of that one? No, bad. Too much money spent on ink and paper. Ah, shoot. I didn't think of that. 
What about bringing dark colored tents, knocking out the back walls of closets, and putting the tent behind the, the closet so that it looks twice as big or I don't more? think it will look twice as big. I think it will just look really dark. I just think it'll look like there's a black tarp in the what back. What about of... if we put diamonds in it to glitter it up? Where do you have diamonds? We'll find some. Oh, we'll just find some? Well, we could get some. Just we could rob a store. If we got some. How about well, that? Why would, what would the diamonds do besides just saying, hey, look, this previous homeowner had diamonds that they just left in their closet? Well, it would glinten up and show off the depth of the... Of the um... It wouldn't. It would just shine off the black tarp and make it clear how... Just shallow it is. Okay, what about if we painted a picture of a bigger like Roadrunner, like, like a, a like a Looney Tunes, a perspective drawing where it goes off way into the distance. I mean, again, it's, it's real life. It's not a cartoon. Okay, what about this one? Right before the open house, we'll steal the neighbor's plants and patio furniture and put them in front of our house. Yeah, but then the the neighbors will just take it back. Then we'll do it again before every open house. <laughs> before, why don't we just steal? Uh, why don't we just make our own? I, I thought you. No, we're not stealing. F- okay, fine. Then it's the final one. Put in a banister at the corner of the room and teach the realtor how to fake go down the stairs to the fake basement. Okay, so That's- we're installing a whole banister. Just yeah, we had to make a whole uh, like. Um, railing-y thing and then we have to make it solid and tall so that they can do a good job of their fake going down the stairs yeah and we could actually paint if we got some black paint we could create fake stairs that way too so you know go on the floor with a little bit of black paint and some water and then a little bit more darky black paint down 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 more perspective drawing yes what if instead of this whole business idea, why don't we just open up a studio where you can teach people how to walk down the stairs in a fake way? Yes, that would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What, was that the end goal the whole time? That's exactly what I want to do. That is perfect. Let's yeah. shake on the mic. Let's open the studio. Okay, deal. Stairway to hell. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's just about time to wrap up the show. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually have a new review that I'd like to read, and I kind of okay. want to ask you some we'll questions see what about kind it, because I find it a bit dumb suspicious. review we got this time. Yeah, this Stupid. is from The Green Perp. Oh, yeah. This podcast is truly amazing. Great. Love it. Yep. Paul is a genius. Very questionable. Oh, yeah, that's right. He will make you see crimes in a new light. Groundbreaking ideas. Exactly. This exactly. is you. The you green wrote perp. this? No, no, no! The Green Perp wrote it. That's your. That was your. That was your hero alter ego from a few crimes ago. Yeah, but that that's because he was inspired by me. You think so? This wasn't you or she. Wow. Well, that wasn't me. Okay, I'm they just... just Mike. You know what? You cannot pretend that I'm not a genius anymore. Based on that, basically, other people see the light. They see the truth. They see the reels. Okay, and they know what's right. Well, okay, clearly our fan base isn't as as high IQ as I was hoping they would be. So now you're going to insult the people. Absolutely. <laughs> but look, you know what, actually, you're right. I shouldn't be so hard. They gave us a nice five-star review, and that was truly wonderful, and it means a, it means a whole lot. Boom! So Listen, Green Perp, I will show you my avocado sculpture uh, 
maybe another Well, time. now you're locked into that, so good. So congratulations. <laughs> Some other time. <laughs> yeah. I'll show it to you. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want your review written out loud, or read out loud, you read it. You wrote it. This is going poorly. <laughs> you're talking like me now. I know. You've infected me. <laughs> Look, send in some, some more reviews, please, on Apple Podcasts and give them that sweet, sweet five stars that we love so much. Yep, prove to Mike that he's pretty much the loser. Or you could call winner. me a genius and make me feel good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, beyond that, and uh, you could also follow us on Stitcher and Spotify and all that lovely stuff that helps us uh, grow. Tell your friends about us. Say, hey. Have a good time, everybody. See you later. Say, hey, listen to the perfect crime, you dumb bitch. Mike. (laughs) What? This is falling. Get this over with. Let's go. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at perfectcrimepod. Uh, Email us um, at theperfectcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Too many things. Too many things. There was the only two things. That's about seven or eight things. We also got a website. There's an easy way to email us from there. They are not going to do all this. Also, the show goes up a a couple hours early on the website. So, yeah, that's about it. What do you think? Ready to say goodbye? You think I'm ready? I've been ready since two. Then say goodbye. Bye. Okay, goodbye.